Hello and welcome to the 54th episode of the Fuel for Life podcast. My name is Bogdan Kipko and this is the podcast dedicated to fueling your faith in the one who gives faith. And I'm convinced that whatever fills your mind will inevitably fuel your life. And so my goal is to help you realize the promise of God's gospel for every part of your life. Well, friends, thank you so much for listening. I'm coming off from a super busy season with our church launching in a brand new location. And it's just been incredible to see what Jesus is doing here in Orange County and beyond. And so in this particular podcast, I'm actually going to focus on something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. And I wanted to see if I could pull off a week without being on social media. Now, I didn't do this because of some hyper-spiritual motivation. I just wanted to see what my life would be like, what would be different, how would I be different, how my relationship with Jesus would be different without the distraction of social media. Now, don't get me wrong. I love social media. And if you've been following my content for any period of time, you know that I'm all about that social media game. In fact, many people listening to the Fuel for Life podcast, including you potentially, have never met me in person, but you've met me through social media. And that's what I love. Um, Social media, like I always say, is the public square of today. That's how people meet many people. That's in, In essence, I've received tons of speaking opportunities and I've met so many hundreds, if not thousands of amazing people because of social media. So, I love social media. I'm going to continue to be on it. I'm going to continue to use it. And if you have seen my social media go dark or you haven't seen me produce any new content or be on social media in the last week, this basically, hopefully this puts any rumors to rest because I've already gotten a ton of people texting me, asking me, hey man, what happened? Um, Why aren't you on social media? So I love it, but I wanted to experiment with saying no to myself, and I wanted to practice this lost art of denying yourself certain things that you think bring you pleasure, but actually often leave you feeling empty in the end. And so, basically, uh, I I tried and I wanted to do um, a seven-day social media fast, and before I tell you about my experience and before I tell you the things that I learned, I want to I want to start off by by sharing with you guys one of my favorite verses in Psalms. It's Psalm 46:10 and this psalm says, "Be still and know that I am God." Be still and know that I am God. So, I want you to picture that moment in your life when you were on a road trip with your parents. And you were going to a place, you might have been going to visit your friends or your family in a different state, and it was a long road trip. And remember when you would be driving there in the back, you would be in the car and you'd be in the back seat, and you would constantly be asking your parents, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And maybe if you're listening to this and you have kids, maybe this is a question that now you're being asked by people who are who you're driving in your car and the thing that we forgot to understand is that 
when we were driving with our parents and we're asking them, are we there yet? Our parents obviously would tell us if we're there or not, and they kind of know where we're going, but yet we had this anxiety of wanting to find out if we're there yet. And our parents would kind of turn to us and say, hey, you know what, if you ask me one more time, like, you're not gonna, we're not gonna have dinner. So maybe, maybe your parents said that, maybe that's one of the ways they disciplined you. And when we read Psalm 4610 and the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. That's kind of like God basically saying the same thing to us. It's almost like we're these kids in the back seat, constantly asking God, hey, why are you doing this? When are we going to be there? And God ultimately is saying to us, hey, I'm in control. I know what I'm doing. And so when this Psalm says, be still, this, this Hebrew definition of 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 being still actually means to stop striving have you thought about that this is what the definition in the hebrew language means of being still it means to stop striving to let go to surrender and this whole chapter if you read psalm 46 it begins and ends with god is our refuge and so there's this great comfort in letting go and resting in God for him to provide help, strength, and safety. It's essentially a way for us to stop believing that our own efforts or our worry or our anxiety can somehow bring our security or our advancement. And so when we do become still and know that God is God, our strength um, begins to be sourced from God himself. And so I think that this was one of my main motivations about taking a social media fast to just be still, to to stop striving and to not let other voices speak into my life, but just to kind of gain back this refreshing voice of God and to, to hear him more clearly. And so in this episode, I want to tell you about seven things I learned from my seven-day social media fast. And then I want to end this episode with giving you personally a few suggestions that you can do the same thing in your life and maybe a couple pointers, um, a couple of uh, gold nuggets that maybe you can implement in your life and you would experience the the, the presence of God more, more fully than ever before. And so I decided to do a seven-day social media fast and... I didn't go on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. So basically, that was my rule, not even peeking in there one time, not opening those applications at all. So here's the seven things that I learned. Number one, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. So I really genuinely thought it was going to be a lot harder than it actually was. And the first day, I kept going into my social media folder on my iPhone simply because I've trained my brain to do that. And a lot of people warned me and said that you are going to experience FOMO, which is essentially fear of missing out. And the crazy part is that after the first one or two days, this FOMO didn't really bother me because the real world in which I was living in was so much more captivating than the virtual world. And so even though... Um, initially, it felt like this is going to be so difficult. After a couple of days, it was actually really, really natural, and you actually begin to uh, begin to enjoy it. So that was the first thing I want to share that I learned that it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. Second thing I learned 
was that I thought about myself less. And what I'm, I mean by that is that I wasn't constantly checking to see who read what post of mine, how many likes I got, how much attention I got, or if anyone shared a post that I posted. Now, don't get me wrong. I love when people share a post I put on Facebook or I get likes or people respond to a picture I post on Instagram or people respond through Snapchat or Twitter. I love that. I think it's awesome. I, In fact, I encourage people to share it. In fact, I encourage you to share this podcast episode on your social network. But during these last seven days, during my social media fast, it didn't seem like I'm a big deal and all of us tend to think that about ourselves. So I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. And so for me, I kind of thought about myself less because when you're trying to put content out always on social media, you're often forced to maybe think of yourself as, hey, how can I be clever or how can I be witty or how can I be interesting? And that basically, those pressures were removed from me for the last seven days and it was actually kind of cool. So that's the second thing I learned about myself that um, I thought about myself a lot less. The third thing that I learned during my social media fast about myself is that, and actually what happened is that I read a ton more books. And so during my fast, I read two books on my Kindle, Paperwhite, which by the way, I love. And it was great. Um, It actually reminded me of back in the day when I was super young, still living with my folks. And when when I was still living with my parents, maybe you did this too, if you're a reader. And I always say that leaders are readers and readers are leaders. I would literally read deep into the night. I would, like when all the, everybody would be sleeping at home and all the lights were off, I would have a flashlight and I would be reading a book under the covers. And I would read books because I wanted to know what happened next. They captivated me. And I believe that um, reading books and actually reading them and not skimming and reading more than just a quote is a lost art. And our brain is not nearly being used as much as it was created to be used for. And so that's, this is what I found myself doing during my social media fast, that, that I had this strong desire to read books. And and I finished two books in that week, and, and it, was, it was amazing. Like, it was really good to just read a book and get lost in the book. So maybe this is something that you're struggling with and you kind of are thinking to yourself, man, I, I want to read more, but I just don't find the time to. I think if we cut out social media or at least made it more moderate in our life, we actually would have a lot more time to to read books. The fourth thing I learned about myself after my social seven-day social media fast was that I was significantly less anxious. And for some reason, things didn't bother me like things that small things that would bother me before really didn't bother me and I found myself not being worried about the usual things I almost and I told my wife this I I felt like like my my anxiety bucket was literally empty like I'm, I'm I wasn't worried about anything it's almost like worry were these little critters that were trying to climb over the side of my anxiety bucket and get in there, but they just could not find any grip. And I 
thought to myself, why was I significantly less anxious? Why was I significantly less worried about things, even though it was um, a, a lot of things that I could be worried about? And I, I, I began to think about it, and I came up with this conclusion that I was significantly less anxious because let's be really honest, it can be sometimes very exhausting to be on social media all the time. And how often do we ask God for everything, but we don't stop to listen or to be still and we don't stop striving? And so I think that the act of being still and the act of just being quiet um, becomes more of a challenge in our hectic world. And so the world is constantly asking us to be busy, to be um, doing things, but God asks us to be still so that we can receive his love, his peace, and his guidance. So essentially by me doing this social media fast, I was significantly less anxious and actually surprised myself. And my wife was also surprised. She was like, you seem less anxious. You seem more more calm, which uh, brings me to my next point. So the fifth thing that I learned about myself after my seven-day social media fast is that people around me noticed that I was significantly more present than ever before. So every time I'd be in a community group, whether attending one or leading one, or I'd be in church, or I'd be hanging out with friends at dinner, I, because I was not on social media, because I was doing my fast, I was not under the stress and I wasn't under the pressure of having to take a picture of my food or having to snap the perfect moment. And all that I was left with was to focus on other people. And what I learned in this last seven days, and I've known this always, but this was just so incredibly accentuated to me was that people are incredibly fascinating and when you when you are more present when you are you are more engaged in the conversation you you begin to find out so much more about people and in your conversations and your time with them are so much fulfilling there's so much um there's so such so much more enriched and here's what happened though because the first couple days I was like well how how is the world gonna how is the FFL nation going to survive without seeing you know snaps of my food or or whatever exciting thing I was doing at the moment but it seemed to go fine like nobody kind of missed that like nobody was like texting me and saying hey man you know we didn't see what you have for dinner today we're we're you know we're freaking out nobody really did that and the other thing is that because I didn't have this pressure to Snapchat or do like Instagram or the perfect moment, um, I didn't feel any less as a person. Like I, because I didn't share my activity with somebody else, it actually made my activity more fulfilling. It's almost like my snapshot of that activity in my brain was significantly more clear and it just felt like I was leading a more full life. Now, keep in mind, this is something I did for seven days just as an experiment, just to see of, you know, how different it would be. And maybe your experience is going to be different, but that's just me. And and a lot of people that I interacted with during the last seven days, they really kind of noticed that. They said to me, they like, they're like, you seem different. You seem more present. You seem less anxious. You seem less worried. And so 
I think that this is something that I might be doing more often. Now, here's the sixth thing that I gained, that I learned from about myself after I did a social seven-day social media fast. I gained an incredible sense of clarity and I felt like there, I had significantly less brain clutter because every day I would wake up, I would not reach for my phone to check social media. I would not reach for my phone to check all my notifications. Instead, I began my day focusing on the main things that I needed to do. I focused on the things that mattered most and I focused on the things that produced the greatest results and that made the biggest impact in my life. And what I found was it was so exhilarating to focus only on the things that mattered most. I I, I gained this incredible sense of clarity. I was almost like being able to reason better and being able to to think more and it, I, I, it, it's almost like this like I was able to think in 3D if you will and I think that happened because I didn't feel like when I when I went because when I when I did when I was on social media I would have to go on Facebook or Snapchat and how I would have to scroll through my through my feed and there's nothing wrong with that but I was finding that I was doing that and I felt like okay when am I going to get to the end but of course there's no end and so I would fe- I would feel like my brain is being pulled in a thousand different directions and my mind and my attention is being pulled in a thousand different directions and so without that added pressure I gained an incredible sense of clarity and I think clarity is incredibly important and so um, that's another thing I learned. And, and the last uh, last but not least thing that I learned after my seven-day social media fast is that the world went on fine without me. Um, you know, I'll be honest, it sometimes can be very exhausting to always come up with incredibly witty things to say. And not having that daily pressure to Instagram or to Snapchat was very refreshing and it was very liberating. And here's what I found out after my seven-day social media fast, that it's not like people thought of me any less. It's not like my wife came to me and said, hey, you know what, honey, um, you haven't given me any, any inspirational motivation on Snapchat today, and I feel like you're less of a person. And like my friends who know me really well, they did notice, and in some, in some cases, not, a, not even my closest friends, even some of my acquaintances began to ask my friends and said, hey, is everything okay with Bogdan? Because he, seemed to, he seems to be completely dark on social media. But here's the thing, I didn't lose any friendships over this. I didn't, I didn't lose out on life. I mean, think about it. For how many thousands of years people lived without social media? Um, so when, when, when people did see me in person, besides my closest friends, like no one was saying, oh man, we totally miss your witty banter on Snapchat. Like nobody was really saying that to me. Nobody, like I came to church that Sunday and it was my like sixth day into being off social media and nobody, not a single person said, Hey, I haven't seen you on social media. I miss you. Right? Like, so that basically tells me. I'm not that important. It's not about me. And that's a good thing. That's always a good thing to 
remind ourselves of, especially, especially because maybe you're somebody who doesn't really check social media often. Maybe you're just a podcaster, but like people who are constantly on social media, who are creating content, like I'm, I'm that person, like I'm trying to blog all the time and I'm podcasting and I'm Snapchatting and I'm doing all this stuff. And it's just a really good moment of clarity that I received that, Hey, the world is going to go on fine without you. So these are basically the things that I learned um, about myself after doing a seven-day social media fast. And so I hope that um, some of these things resonated with you and and maybe if any of the things that I talked about today, you thought to yourself, man, I want to experience that. I want to be less anxious. I want to be more present. I want to read more books. I want to think of myself less maybe it's time for you to do a social media fast and I want to encourage you to do that. And so to that end, I want to give you some tips. So if you listen to this and you're like, you know what, this sounds really cool. I've never done social media fasting. I want to try it. Here's what I recommend. I want to give you three quick uh, tips for social media fasting. Uh, You don't have to delete your social media accounts. I certainly didn't, but try to set these ground rules for yourself when you're taking um, a social media fast. And if a week seems for you too much, then take a mini social media fast. Start with maybe a five-hour time block or maybe a a one day. So here's the first tip, and this is what I did, and this is what I'm trying to do pretty much every day. Um, The first one is this. uh, Before you go to bed, I don't know what your um, ritual is before you go to bed, but I have a particular bed bedtime ritual for myself. What I would do before is I would check social media one more time to see if anybody commented, anybody posted anything interesting, anything that I missed that can't wake, wait until the morning. And again, it's 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 thought of thinking you're gonna lose, you're gonna miss something, which you don't actually. So before you go to bed, um, instead of checking social media one more time, read a book or read the Bible uh, 30 to 45 minutes before you fall asleep. And what I personally do now is, this is actually my uh, bedtime ritual, regardless of whether I'm social media fasting or not. I personally read from my Kindle Paperwhite before I go to bed, and I find that my entire brain calms down, and my brain kind of begins this very smooth shutdown mode, preparing me for a deep sleep. So that's what I recommend. Um, instead of being on social media before you go to bed, um, try to read something. Um, read the Bible, read a book. Um, if you're in, into paper, read a paper book. I, I love my Kindle paper. It actually grew on me when I just got it. I didn't like it that much. So that's the first thing. Uh, instead of checking social media, read a book or read uh, the Bible before you fall asleep. The second thing that I recommend, this is what I'm disciplining myself to do, is when you wake up, avoid checking social media right away. Save that for later on in the day when you have already begun to accomplish the most important tasks of the day. Imagine this. Imagine if right now you wake up and you spend 20 to 30 minutes in bed aimlessly checking social media. I calculated that. That's about 210 minutes a week, which is basically three and a half hours. And so my question to you is, what could you do or what would you be able to accomplish if you had an extra 3.5 hours? 
most likely it would be something that would make a significant impact in your life or in the life of the people in your life. And so that's what I challenge you to do. That's what I recommend you to do. If you're somebody who wakes up and immediately checks social media, I want to challenge you, save that for later in the day and don't do that immediately when you wake up and see how different your day ends up being. And the third tip that I want to share with you that I learned about myself is that when you break old patterns and behaviors, your brain creates new pathways. And this means that when you what when before you thought you could not possibly wake up without being on social media, you begin to realize that it is completely normal not to be on social media when you wake up because your old patterns have changed and new patterns have taken place and have taken root in your life. And so After being off social media for seven days, like I don't have this urge to Snapchat my food, although I certainly will in the future. I don't have this, every time I think of a quote or like a thought, I don't necessarily think that everybody in the world needs to hear it or I don't need to post it on Facebook. And I don't think I've lost any influence over people. I don't think I've uh, uh, lost anything. I've only gained things. And so I think it's good to, uh, to try this social media fast if you never have before. And so um, I hope you enjoyed listening to these seven things that I learned from my social media fast. I hope that you are going to take some of these tips like reading before you go into bed instead of being on social media, not being on social media when you wake up and uh, breaking these old patterns and behaviors and just really in, uh, embracing this concept of being still and, and, and not striving and just understanding that God is in control and and just like stepping into this um, shalom that God can offer you. And I think that's ultimately what it means to follow Jesus when it's not necessarily uh, being right all the time. It's about knowing the one who made you right with God. And so that's how I want to conclude this episode. So I want to ask you a question. Will you take a social media fast? If you've done it before, or if you're going to be doing that, I'd love to hear about your experience. Hit me up on social media, right? Let me know about it. And if I haven't gotten back to your uh, Facebook message or a Snapchat or an Instagram comment, now you know why. I've been kind of in the dark on social media for the past seven days. So I'm kind of... Now I'm experiencing anxiety of entering back into social media because I'm going to think, okay, how's that going to be? But I'm excited and I'm glad I did this challenge and I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Well, thank you so much for listening to this particular episode. And if you found it helpful, please share it with a friend or share it on your social media. Also, if you have not done yet this this before, please leave a rating and a review of the podcast on iTunes. I would absolutely love you forever if you can do that. And share with your friends and tell someone about the Fuel for Life podcast. And friends, until next time, remember, before God will do a great work through your life, he wants to first do a great work in your life and there is hope and his name is Jesus let my words be life let my words be